This is Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Welcome to Leadership in Motion. In this episode, we'll discuss the book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and It's All Small Stuff. This book came out in 1996, January 1996. And I'll be honest with you, I think this book really you know, helped me form my attitude about problems and, and things in general and stuff, right? Have you ever gotten into a situation where you're really kind of upset about every little thing? Every, everything really kind of upsets you and stuff, right? Uh, the whole This whole entire book talks about ways how you can actually take a look at things differently. One of the things about Don't Sweat the Small Stuff is it teaches you about your perspective, your actual per- personal perspective, and how you look at things, and how you actually put everything maybe like in a crisis mode or something like that. And looking back at growing up, and I, I remember my brother, my brother and I, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about ourselves and stuff, you know. You know, I, I, I grew up and my hair was like, <laughs> honestly, my hair was very wavy. So as soon as it used to, you know, get long and stuff, right, it, I couldn't even comb it. I was like, my God, it's sort of like I need a rake to comb my hair. You know, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. But my brother, his hair was like always Nice, perfect, straight. You know, he'd comb his hair. It's almost like, you know, I'm thinking like the Fonz, you know, way back then. Yeah, you know, like trying to comb his hair. Oh, well, yeah, perfect hair and all that stuff. And That's what's so crazy about it, right, is that we had two different types of, you know, attitudes and two different types of perspective about things and stuff, right? For me, I really wouldn't stress about anything. I'd be calm, cool relaxed you know i would never ever let anything really bother me and stuff right so i had this perspective you know all my life while my brother he he would actually he'd be upset and all stressed out and angry about absolutely every little thing on the planet and stuff you know and and just constantly constantly you know in this state of negativity about absolutely everything if you get into an argument or something you know you, you would have to go ahead and say you know what I, I really don't really want to go ahead and just sit here or stand here and argue about every little tiny thing that happens in the planet and stuff right and what's so crazy about it is that now something like and we're both in our mid-50s he lost most of his hair and what's so crazy about it is that one time I went to a wedding. We went to a wedding reception and everything. And then so uh, this bald, bald guy came up to me. And he gives me a hug. And I'm like, like, who's this guy? And stuff. I was like, oh, my God, that's my brother. Oh, Jesus. You know, apparently all the stress may have caused his hair loss or something like that. You know, and I, I'm not sure if there's any real medical you know, proof that stress causes hair loss. But I still have a full head of hair, and I don't get stressed out about things. He's constantly, constantly got stressed out about things. and But I don't know. That's just my theory. 
you know, about how stress actually can have a physical effect on you. What, and then so later on in life, in 1996, I heard about this book, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, man, you know what? That has always been my perspective growing up. That's been my perspective always. You know, not to sweat, not to be, you know, anxious about things. Because I always understood that I, if I can't control it, why do I have to go ahead and worry about it? Sure, if it rained on the day that I needed to be someplace, right? You know, why do I have to? I'm not going to worry about it. Hey, it, it happens. And things are always going to happen. People, I, I notice, actually put so much importance and value in things that in reality is the epitome of nothing. The epitome of nothing. You know, why get stressed out about the things that you can't control? Oh, man, you know, yeah, there's a lot of traffic out there on the road, right? You know, you got to be at work, you know, in, in the next 10, 15 minutes, but you're stuck in traffic and, and you get all upset. You know, you start maybe blowing your horn. You start, you know, trying to change lanes. You're doing this and that, you know. You can't control. You can't control traffic. So might as well just relax and just, hey, you know, maybe just go ahead and pick up the cell phone or do whatever and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a few minutes late, right? You know, it was an accident on the highway, whatever. The whole entire thing is your perspective. Don't Sweat the Small Stuff is an excellent book, and it gives you so many tips on how to change your perspective, you know, on the things that you actually, you you put in so much, you know, uh, you give so much importance that it has to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect. Just do the best you can. Don't sweat the small stuff. Okay, because if you're looking for perfection in absolutely anything, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to happen. You're never going to find perfection in absolutely everything. You know, people, you know, have flaws. You know, I'm not going to be here like a, you know, and say, oh, yeah, that I'm totally perfect. You know, I have my flaws. You have your flaws. You know, my, my spouse, family, they all have their flaws and stuff like that. The whole entire thing is about your perspective and how you actually, you know, see it. And how you actually, you know, internalize this. Don't don't worry about things. Well, one of the things that they, they talk about, you know, in the book is... You know, sometimes people get upset over these t these tiny little things, and it's always tiny little things. And again, that's the epitome of nothing. You know, okay. So, so what happens? Okay, well, you know, maybe your spouse forgot to put out the garbage on garbage pickup day. Is the world going to going to end? No, it's not. The world is not going to end. Well, you know, you really wanted an A in that class, but you got a B. Is the world going to end? No, absolutely not. You're going to get a B. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe you probably should have done maybe a couple things better. or Maybe you should have done this or that better and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. One of the things that, you know, I always tell people is, and although in the book it says to put everything in a one-year perspective, one year from now is whatever you're upset about, whatever you're all stressed out about and angry at people about one year from now is it 
going to really matter? It probably won't. One year from now, does it matter that, that you didn't put out the recyclables on Saturday when the pickup was there? Or you didn't put out the garbage? Or, darn, you know, you didn't wash the car on this date or that day? It doesn't matter. We get so stressed out about things that really doesn't matter. The Arthur talks about this one book, and I've never read this book. And in fact, I'm going to see if I can find it. It says, the title of this, of this book, which I'll, I'll find what, what, what it is and stuff, is, I'm not okay, you're not okay, and it's okay. Because, like I said, you know, if you're always trying to find perfection in people, you're going to be disappointed, and you're going to be upset, and you're going to get stressed out about it. So stop looking for perfection. Because it's not going to be there. So as soon as you find a way to understand that nothing is going to be perfect, you're going to live more relaxed. You're going to live stress-free. Everything's going to be okay. You can breathe and say, hey, you know what? That's fine. One of the examples that they talk about in a book is, is about how people, you know, when somebody buys a house, okay, wow, this is a great house. You know, we're going to move out of this apartment and stuff like that. Oh, man, it's a it's a two-bedroom house, two-bedroom, two-bath house or something like that, right? You know, and as soon as they finish signing the, the title and, the, and all that other stuff on the house, right, maybe a couple days, maybe a few days, maybe a couple months later, right, you know, we really want to get something bigger. Okay. So they go through the motions and the changes and maybe do whatever they can, right, to get a house that's even bigger. Okay, now instead of the 1,200-square-foot house, right, okay, now you got about a 2,500-square-foot house. Okay, and it's fine. It's fine. It's good and all that stuff. I want something bigger. One of the things about stress that you actually bring upon yourself is that you're never satisfied with what you have. You're never satisfied with, with what you have. Okay, so you have a car. Okay, it's a nice car. Okay, well, you got a Mustang, but it's not a Camaro. Okay, so you get the Camaro. Okay, well, you know, it's a Camaro, yeah, but it's not a Corvette. It, you constantly, constantly think that things are going to be better if you have something more expensive, a bigger house, a better spouse, or whatever the case may be. Because let me tell you, right, it doesn't matter about, you know, ch changing. It, everything's going to be the same. Everything's going to be the same. You're always going to be dissatisfied. One of the things, one of the tips that the book, Don't Submit the Small Stuff, talks about is you have to learn how to be thankful and great, grateful for what you have. Don't concentrate and focus your, your mind on the things that you want, just be grateful and reflect on all the things that you have. And, and I'll be honest, my, my, my wife is like that. You know, she, she, you know, although we have a nice, nice house, three bedrooms, you know, four bedrooms, two and a half bath, and everything is really nice. Everything's pretty cool and stuff like that. Oh, but no, but she, she, she wants something better. She wants a better this or that, and a bigger house and this and that. I'm like, we really don't need a bigger house. 
at this moment in our time, we need to go ahead and start thinking about downsizing, you know, letting the kids maybe just move out and actually do something on their own. But she's so stressed out about wanting to have something bigger. And I understand, you know, uh, because she does not focus and she's not really grateful for what she has. I'm sure if it was all gone tomorrow, oh, I'm sure she'd be probably really happy with what she has. But that's the whole entire thing. You need to be grateful for what you have and don't sweat about the things that you don't have or maybe can't acquire. Sure, I would like to have a, a million-dollar home. Do I have an income that can support that? No. I really, I really don't have that income, you know? So what happens is we start putting ourselves into a position where we have to go ahead and, and, and do get that bigger house, get that nicer car, get this or that and all that, right? To try to satisfy the needs or the desires that we have without being grateful for what we have. And it's a shame, too, because a lot of relationships, you know, basically, you know, start suffering because, well, you know, well, you never did buy me that, that 5,000 square foot house. Well, duh. Well, let me tell you, something like about three quarters of the people that, you know, in our town or maybe even in this country don't have that. So it's all about perspective. How you see things. What you hold uppermost as that, that you value. You know, what you put importance on that regulates how you think, your attitude towards things, your perspective about what you're gonna what you sweat about. I challenge you this morning when you get up, think of all the little things that you stress about, all the little things that that happen. And I I know like like for myself, okay, I just got up and I'm like Darn, where the heck is my toothbrush? You know, where did she move my move my toothbrush? You know, so I'm I'm looking, I'm looking. I may spend a couple minutes trying to find where it's at or the toothpaste. Oh wow, you know, somebody forgot to replace the the roll of toilet paper. All those little tiny things that can cause stress, undue stress. So d d don't worry about it. The, Eventually, you'll find your toothbrush. Eventually, you'll replace the toilet paper. Eventually, you know, you throw out the garbage in the bathroom and stuff like that. Think of all the little things that you go through. Maybe you're going to go downstairs and, and maybe make some coffee. And, wow, you have to go ahead and, and find maybe uh, another creamer or maybe you're out of sugar or whatever the case may be. Don't, don't stress about it because you're going to get some coffee. You're going to get the creamer. You're going to get everything that you need. It's to put your mind into this perspective that, Nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect. So when you do that, you start seeing things differently and you start relaxing because you're not looking for perfection. You just, hey, that, that's cool. I can get along with this. I know during the first part of this podcast, I had the dogs in the background. And I'll tell you honestly, I was kind of, oh, God, no, it's going to ruin my podcast. It's going to ruin my podcast. But that's fine because, you know what, it gives me time and a chance to practice my thoughts on Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, my perspective. Okay, so the dogs were barking. 
And okay, guess what? That's what dogs do. When you put dogs in the back, the backyard, and they start barking, they're, they're barking at the other dogs and stuff, right? Don't get stressed out because that's what dogs do. Dogs bark because they can't talk. So put that into perspective. Wow, so I guess if they could talk, they could be maybe having an intellectual conversation with the dog next door. But they can't, so they bark. You can't control that. So when you start looking at things differently, you start creating an attitude of, there's nothing that's going to bother me because I accept things as they are. I appreciate things the way they are. If something gets better, that's fine. If it doesn't, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. Stephen Covey, in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, was talking about, in one chapter, about never ever allow someone else to take over your feelings and emotions. And that kind of goes hand in hand with don't sweat the small stuff. Because what happens is that the greatest gift that you have is your feelings and your emotions. That's it. And that's something that you can control. That's within inside, inside you, within your heart, your mind, your soul. That's your feelings and your emotions. I remember one time, and I think I told this story before, where I was a supervisor in a post office, and there was this highly irate customer, you know, actually yelling and screaming at one of my clerks. The clerk called me to go out there and talk to the customer. So I went out there, and he he started yelling and cursing at me. And all I did was just, okay, thank you very much, sir. You have a wonderful day, okay? And what happens is is that I kind of like deflated his his whole entire, you know, um, anger and, and his shouting and stuff, right? Because when I told him, you have a wonderful day, you know, he, he was sort of like, wow, he could not control my feelings and my emotion. He could not make me angry because of the fact that, like the book says, don't sweat the small stuff. Don't con- think that you can control things that you can't. I knew I could not control his anger. You know, he, he expected something that we could not offer. He was upset about it. I tried to explain, okay, well, our policy is this, 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 and he just would not take it. But I did not let his anger affect me. I did not let him into my, my thoughts to, to make me angry because of the fact that I don't ask perfection of my customers. I don't, I don't seek perfection. I know that people are flawed. And that's their attitude. It's not mine. So you have to have an attitude of not letting other things bother you. you know, and once you do that, then you, you, you find that you, you're more relaxed. You have less stress. You probably lower your blood pressure. So don't empower other people to take over your feelings and emotions. And that's another book, like I said, you know, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Steve Covey, which is a totally awesome book. But I hope that you get a chance to take a look at Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff. And like I said, you know, the small stuff is the, 
It's just the little tiny things that annoy you every single day, every single day. So take a look at things, put things into perspective, right? Try to not allow anything to get into your into your thoughts. And and you you'll you'll be more relaxed. And this is the same thing, you know, at, at work, you know. Sure, you know, you gotta get this and this done and all that, right? Sure, there's there's stress that you know comes with work and all that stuff, right? But just put everything into perspective. You know, that that person that you can get, you know, along with, don't let that person bother you. If that person, you know, likes to yell, scream, shout, or whatever the case may be, don't let that person hey, you just do your job, do what you have to do. Never allow other people to take over your feelings and emotion. Don't sweat the small stuff because everything's gonna be okay. And I know I talked earlier about the the author of this book, Richard Carlson. Um, and he says to put things into a one-year perspective. Put everything into one-year perspective. Well, like I said, one year from now, does it matter that you didn't throw out the garbage? Does, does it matter that your spouse didn't wash the dishes before you know, she went to bed? Does it matter that the car didn't get cleaned? Does it matter that, you know, wow, you got a ticket because you parked in the wrong spot or something? It doesn't really matter. One year from now, it doesn't really matter. And I actually will take that to the next level. And my level is put everything into a 100-year perspective. 100-year perspective. Now think about it. 100-year perspective. What can you do today that's going to affect something 100 years from now? Think about it. What can you do today that's going to affect uh, uh, 100 years from now? And that is the relationships that you have with your, your children. That's the relationships that that you have in nurturing and developing your child's thoughts, attitude, behavior. Because when they have children, they're going to pass that on to them. And the way you treated your child is the same way that they're going to treat their child. And they're going to treat their child the same way and the same values and principles that you instilled in your child is going to be passed on through generations. And that is what you can affect 100 years from now. Because people, 100 years from now, when you have a great-grandson or great-granddaughter, right, they're going to say, hey, tell me about grandpa or great-grandpa. Those are the things that you can affect 100 years from now. So when you think about all these little things uh, that is just the epitome of nothing that upsets you, put things into a one-year perspective, as Richard Carlson says, or like I say, put it into a 100-year perspective. What is it going to affect 100 years from now? Probably nothing. So there's no need to get upset about it. Live, let live, and just, just have an attitude that Nothing will be perfect. You know, if you grow a garden and yeah, you water this plant over and over again, you do everything that, you know, that you needed to. And then so one morning, right, you wake up, you go into the garden, right, and the leaves are, are all withered and, and, and the plant is dying. It was nothing that you did wrong. You watered, you put fertilizer on it, you try to protect it from, from maybe little critters or, or whatever the case may be and stuff, right? But the plant died. You get upset about it, but it's all nature. It happens. 
it's it, there was nothing that you could actually do to protect it. It was going to happen. It was inevitable. Stressing about it is not going to bring it back. It really won't. So just think about this other tip that the book says is think about your favorite coffee cup. Your favorite coffee cup. And I think we all have our own favorite coffee cup. I have one downstairs, right, that has a Scorpio on it. That's my that's my sign. And picture it in your mind that it's broken. And what would happen? Would you be upset that your favorite coffee cup, you know, got broken? Or would you have the attitude that, well, <laughs> it was a ceramic coffee cup, yeah, and it fell off the counter. Yeah, well, guess what? Things break, especially if it falls off the counter. Or do you have the attitude that, oh, God, you're so upset. Yo, God, you're angry that this coffee cup broke. The author of the book says, put everything into also a perspective of, of glass. Glass breaks. It's inevitable. It will break. You know, if something happens to it, if the, if the, if the elements are right, if everything's right, things will break. It's just how we perceive it our attitude towards things that break. So take a look at the book. Take a look at things. Take a look at all the things that in your life that upset you from day to day, every single moment of the day, you know. And, and, and you'll be surprised of all the little tiny things that you get upset about that you really shouldn't. Don't sweat it. Because once you have this attitude and perspective about not sweating about things, life is better. Life is better. You live in contentment. Be content with what you have. I'd like to thank you very much for listening to our podcast. And if you'd like to drop us a line, our email is leadershipinmotion036 at gmail.com. If you'd like to take a look at our Patreon page, our Patreon page is there to, uh, to uh, create an uh, outreach program. What we're trying to do is raise funds so we can go ahead and create an outreach program, create training programs online, free programs for folks to to listen and get different perspective, different you know thoughts and everything. Um, it's there to help you. It's there to help everyone that wants to to learn a little bit more about leadership. I'd like to thank you very much. Um, this is almost at the end of our year here. This is um, December. 2019 and I'm very happy that this is uh, episode number 43 we're creeping up there to episode 52 a whole entire year of uh, leadership in motion and I really do like to thank you for your support I'd like to thank you uh, and please subscribe please uh, do, do whatever you can maybe write a review you know send us an email T tell us about thoughts that you that you know you want to um, learn more about you know and I'll go ahead and I'll continue to uh, provide leadership in motion for for you folks out there I really do appreciate um, you listening. And from uh, our family, you know, um, happy holidays. And uh, as always, take the lead today for a better tomorrow. This has been Leadership in Motion with Dr. Israel Molina. Please subscribe to our podcast.